All human thought, all science, all religion is the holding of a camera to the light of the universe. Because we see to get the stars, or to be chosen them because we are human, this pointless reading. Do the stars were right, they could plunge from the world to the world and the sky. But when the stars were wrong, they could not live. But although they no longer lived, they would never really die. When the universe is vast and inexplicable, and you are weak and insignificant, then you know you're playing Call of Cthulhu. This is an actual play of Call of Cthulhu 7th edition, featuring adult themes and horror. Listener discretion is advised. Find our published scenarios at starsareright.com or contact us for help unleashing your own twisted tales upon an unsuspecting world. And now, settle in, dear listener. Intrigue, high adventure, and cosmic horror await when the stars are right. Hello and welcome, listeners, to episode 11 of our campaign based on the setting book, Berlin the Wicked City, written by David Larkins with Mike Mason, Lynn Hardy, and published by Chaosium. We're currently playing The Devil Eats Flies. Who are you playing and how are you today, Brayden? Hey, uh, I didn't prepare a pun. Um, <laughs> Brayden here, playing Sadina Andrasov. And uh, since there's spiders involved in this now, I think Max should marry Gerda and they can be newlyweb's. Oh, <laughs> that was your not prepared time. Oh my goodness. Oh. How? Um, I, I am playing Moritz Baum. I also did not prepare a pun. Uh, spider, I hardly know her. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm playing Andreas Vogel, and I also did not prepare a pun because I'm about to be eaten by the giant pus dripping spider shadow monster. How are you? <laughs> Jenny. Hi, I'm playing Max Oswald, and I hope that Andreas doesn't fall out with me because I'm feeling a little bit crabby. <laughs> 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 and I am Pedro, your keeper for the day, and I'm really sorry to have, you know, made this fight scene happen right at this crucial moment. I really didn't mean to hilder you back from your investigations. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Brayden, tell us what happened last time. Don't leave anything out. After an interesting encounter with a handsome, older police officer, the investigators managed to line up an interview with Inspector Krieg to chat about the Grossman case. To kill some time before the interview, our investigators enjoy their favourite meals at a nearby restaurant before returning to speak with an unenthused Krieg at 8pm. He hasn't much new information to share, but recalls something strange that Grossman uttered during his arrest. Now I have every single turn. Sadie and Max manage to convince the disinterested inspector to let them see Grossman's journal. He collects it for the party and begins flipping through the pages. The interior is filled with sausage recipes, the names of his former victims, incomprehensible symbols and coded writing, and the rules for a board game of Grossman's own creation. 
Believing that the journal may hold the key to unravelling the mystery further, Max offers a very generous donation to the Berlin Police Force, and Krieg reluctantly agrees to part ways with the horrifying book. After flipping through a few pages, the fear overwhelms Sadie, and she is sick all over the journal. In passing, Krieg mentions that if that set them off, they definitely wouldn't want to see Grossman's body. But Max and Andreas take him up on the offer and follow him into the morgue. Grossman's body looks incredibly wrinkled and hateful, almost as if all the humanity had left the villain's body before his death. A detective quickly rushes into the morgue, warning Inspector Krieg that a mob is gathering at the front of the police station in protest. There have been more murders, and Berlin citizens are terrified and are quickly losing hope in the police force sworn to protect them. With the investigators jettisoned from the police station, they make their way back to Club Maximal, with the hopes of reading through the journal. On arrival, they are greeted by one of the workers, Hilda, who reveals that the club is all but finished, except for some structural issues in the stairwell. Max follows Hilda into the stairway, but can't help but notice that Hilda is casting an odd shadow. A shadow that doesn't quite correspond to the person ahead. It's the shadow of a tall man, and is casting an oddly green hue. As Max screams for assistance, Hilda's neck extends and bends oddly as her head snaps around, and her eyes stare with evil intent. A deep and terrifying voice within bellows forth, causing Max to stumble backward and trip over. Hilda's arms and limbs begin snapping and bisecting, creating eight spider-like appendages. Max cries are heard by Andreas, who sprints to assist, but is terror-struck himself by the humanoid, arachnid monster ahead. And here we are, with Max crab walking away from a terrifying monstrosity with a long neck and far too many legs and Andreas having seen the creature mm. mm -hmm. and frozen yep and here's what I'm going to say about Andreas he's a great guy no. <laughs> <laughs> Andreas you have been through a lot your drug use and your orgies and you know all the drama with the police and everything you've experienced uh, don't forget that time where you saw the beginnings of human civilization after taking that strange drug and then with the other drug you saw a bunch of other things and then there's there's the one drug that you know ended your latest relationship you, you've, you've, you and drags have, have been through a lot. Yeah. And your mind has obviously experienced a series of side effects that have affected it to an extent. And now, after all this time, you reach a turning point. A point where you start questioning things how much of your experience in day-to-day -day life is real and how much is a drug what is reality 
how can you trust that what you're seeing right now is not drug-induced? How can you trust that things you've seen the last many days are not just a drug fugue that, you know, has happened after a particularly fun orgy? And you realize that your whole life you've made it through by not caring very much. And here you are letting yourself be overwhelmed with fear and worrying about these people and worrying about what happens and fearing monsters and when you don't really know for sure that any of it is real and perhaps it just doesn't matter perhaps none of it matters perhaps you can just do whatever's best for you and reality can be the subjective thing that it is maybe there's no monster there maybe Max is not in danger Maybe you can just go and have a drink. Maybe you can sit here. Maybe you can, you know, just choose to take a few breaths until whatever has gone through your system, you know, hydrate. Take a moment, have a nap. It will pass. It always passes. You've been through many drug, you know, drug-induced states before. This is just one of them. Why treat it as something real when it's clearly not? Like... Why is Max crab walking? That makes no sense. What is this horrifying creature, if not a hallucination? You don't have the time to, what, fight a monster? Like, that makes no sense. The more you think about it, the more you realize that everything that's happened in the last few days doesn't make sense as reality. It's, it's stupid and you feel silly for, like, even thinking it was real. So now you realize you, 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 you can be free from it. You don't have to be in the shackles of whatever the drugs are changing your perception to be. You can just choose to not believe. Enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> I will. Thank you. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Andreas, I think he's standing there frozen and, and everything that you just said is going through his mind. And suddenly I think he starts giggling. <laughs> And it just starts off as just a little kind of <laughs> and then it just builds into kind of this huge hysterical laughter and then he's just clapping. He's like, oh, wow, <laughs> my brain, how does it do these things? This is amazing. I am so messed up in my head <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if this is this a I, I, I'm dreaming right yeah this is one of those weird dreams and in a couple of hours I'm gonna wake up with somebody completely anonymous beside me who I will never see again but I'm sure it was very fun whatever we did and <laughs> I'm imagining my best friend spider walking crab walking and this weird <laughs> Hoss dripping giant shadow spider thing. Maybe I was sniffing insecticide. Maybe that's what's caused this. That's a possibility. Please roll <laughs> me a d10 to figure out how many rounds it takes until you let any sort of doubt creeping in. Okay. Come on, one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's see. Seven. Lucky seven. <laughs> Oh, nice. Okay, so uh, Moritz, 
You hear a scream. Okay. Can we now, Morris, as we know, was headed to the bar to get mm -hmm. drinks. Yeah. Can we assume that he's got there and has got a bottle and some glasses in his hands by this point? I'll allow it. Okay, awesome. So in that case, Moritz is running towards the source of the screaming and now the weird laughing and the strange hoarse shouting of Hilda. Um, but he is holding a reassuringly heavy bottle of spirits in one hand and, and, if, and like he's got some tumblers kind of pinched between his fingers and the other, but he, he probably drops those because he can't really run very well. But yeah, bottle of spirits. Roll me constitution to see how many turns it takes you to arrive. All right. Presumably he's running in heels as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know that he wears heels actually. Maybe like on especially uh, when nights when he's really feeling himself, but he's not dressed for the stage at the moment. So this is um, you were in the police, like, uh, the police visit. He very specifically said he wasn't he wasn't dressed for a show. So oh, this yeah. is this Good is point. more masculine. Uh, a touch of makeup, I think, but yeah, not the full shebang. There's no feather boas or anything, so... <laughs> to strangle the monster with. <laughs> I know. <laughs> We're having to make do with... Uh, what was the spirit of choice? Let's say a bottle of schnapps. That's nice in German, right? Uh, he rolled a... He rolled, yes. I rolled for him. Um, the, the lines are blurring. I'm Moritz now. <laughs> and I rolled a 32, which is under 34. Normal success. Okay, so I guess that's long enough to be in front of the door and about to swig it open this time. Here's Mori. <laughs> Sadie! <laughs> You're half naked. Yeah, it's so actually. And you hear we're... a scream from downstairs. Oh god. Uh, I assume Sadie's got on still like a bra and maybe like some lacy like white shorts. I don't know what underwear was like in the 1920s, but that's what I'm imagining. Uh, she's used to being naked around friends probably. I don't think she'd have much, um, res many reservations like getting undressed in front of anyone. So she's going to run to her bow in her room. It wouldn't be strung up currently, so she's going to spend this turn stringing up her bow so she can run out with a bow and arrow <laughs> in the next turn. Beautiful. <laughs> and now it's Hilda's turn. God, Hilda the Builder. Hilda is going to trample Max with her many legs. God. Max, would you like to dodge or fight back? Um. Oh, I think I'll fight back. Oh, brave choice. How would you like to fight back? Um, I'm already like scrabbling back, so I think I probably just start kicking because I, like <laughs> this is a horrific sight. I don't want it near me, so I just want to like kick it as far away from me as possible. Okay, kick the legs. Let's go. Kick the legs. Twenty-eight over sixty, so a hard success. Nice. Okay, you managed to kick the legs away from trampling you. Uh, roll me your damage. Uh, it's only 1d3. 1. Okay. The monster screams and starts hopping its neck swaying from side to side. And it's your turn now, Max. I'm still trying to back away and saying, Andreas, Andreas, help, help me. Why are you laughing? 
Andreas! This is exactly how people turn to cultists. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a, like a villain origin story right here. Oh yeah. Uh, if I can, I'll try and um, stand up and run further away. Uh, yeah, roll me dexterity to stand up without being tripped by the many hopping, trampling legs. Uh, 12, so that's a pass. You s sit up and start backing away. Uh, and Des, it's your turn. Uh, he's just watching this. He's almost like he's detached from himself <laughs> at this point, and he's still kind of laughing and, and, and he's clapping. He's like, wow, what can my brain come up with next? This is enjoyable. It's almost like he's watching a film. <laughs> so I don't think he's going to do anything unless he, unless the kind of the monster is coming for him, uh, mm. in which case he would just try and get out of the way. He just wants to see what happens. And uh, Mo uh, Moets uh, arrives with drinks. <laughs> <laughs> Moritz, Moritz, oh, dear Liebling Moritz. Sanity roll for Moritz. <laughs> yes, indeed. No. Ooh, that's a 26. We're looking good. Success, that's under 45. Lose one sanity. Certainly will. How are you doing? I'm still five points above my indefinite threshold. Sane Moritz. Not bad. Go, go. Uh, of course, this is still like one of the most horrifying things you've ever seen in your life, if not the most horrifying thing you've ever seen in your life. Mm -hmm. So you probably engage some really strong mental strategies to keep yourself from losing it right now. Maybe kind of being carried by the adrenaline yeah, as well. Yeah, I'm picturing that like throwing open this door like he's running he's panting and it's like the door's open but it's like running into a wall suddenly the shock of this um it would just be like an unbelievable departure from reality and so i guess the way andreas has has completely derealized like okay none of this is real ha 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 he he goes down the like okay this can't possibly be real but uh let's just fix it while while we're here we'll figure it out later route mm -hmm. so if he can, he's going to run in and swing this bottle. You're running into the creature. Well, I'm assuming it's turned away from... Because it's on a flight of stairs, right? No. Oh. It's trying to trample Max. Max has just gotten up and is running in your direction. Got it. So, okay, so the creature is heading towards me. Yeah. Right. In my mind, I was approaching it from behind, which yeah. was a much more convenient scenario. Sorry. How could you take this from me? Okay. Yeah. Um... Okay, in that case, I open the door and I see Max sprinting my way. And you know what? I'm going to stand aside <laughs> and we're both going to run away together, I guess. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, so you, what, you're just carrying the drink with you? Okay, if... um. If, if Max is like ahead of the creature and I've just opened the door and I... <laughs> Max runs past you, grabs a cocktail out of your hand. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to get us both out of the door and slam the door behind us. With Andreas in it. Leaving me there. <laughs> listen, where, where's Andreas relative to this? Because in my... Inside the room. Yeah, in my conception, he was on the other side of the creature and it was like no. running away from him. He's also on this side of it. Yeah. God damn it, Andreas. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, 
Yeah, he's by the door as well. He just arrived and then froze. Fine. Okay. Great. Then I will attempt to grab him and drag him back through the door. And yes. Yes. Okay. One-handed, because I'm not letting go of this bottle. But you're letting go of the glasses. Yeah, yeah. Because I was doing that, like, you know, the pinchy maneuver with the thumb and fingers, like yeah. a bowling ball mm -hmm. with, like, four glasses for us yeah. all? There's no way I was going to be able to keep carrying all those as I was sprinting here. So there's just broken glass all over the ground behind me and just bottle of schnapps in one hand, other hand, back of Andreas's jacket. Yank. Yep. Let's go. Sounds good. Uh, Andreas, would that be something you resist? Uh, I don't think he's in any condition to really know what's happening, physically speaking. He's like completely disassociated. Uh, so I think it probably takes him a moment to, to realize even that he's being dragged out and it's probably too late before uh, he's dragged out to even start resisting. Okay, so you get dragged by the dream, the drag pit. You're like, yeah, I'm just here yeah, observing what's like, happening. <laughs> yeah, he kind of, he doesn't realize until he, he, he's like running on half speed in his head. Go with the flow. Um, mm -hmm. Sadina. Okay. Sadie will finish stringing her bow, grab a handful of arrows, and is going to run out and try to... Uh, get towards everyone okay or find everyone i guess uh roll me constitution to see how fast you go <laughs> ah <laughs> good uh, i failed <laughs> so you're like your stomach starts acting up you are getting all kinds of pains while you start going down the stairs so you're kind of going quite slowly and while you're yep, halfway up fair. halfway down the stairs you see Andreas, Moritz, and Max run out the door of the club and close it behind them. Don't go in there. Oh, great. <laughs> oh, I'm still can like I'm in the same room as them now. The uh, no, because they have left the building. Or did they run out? You saw them leave the building. Oh my while you're freaking going down god! The oh, lovely. Oh no! The prophecy will be fulfilled. Brayden will die. Oh my uh, god! I mean, you well, you geez. haven't seen the monster yet, so you don't know why they're running out of the building. Yeah, but she's scared. I guess as soon as she sees them leave, she'll probably stop on the staircase, draw the arrow, and begin walking back up the stairs backwards with the bow aimed down the down the staircase. Okay. Beautiful. And she's going to try and make her way back to her room to lock herself in. Okay. As you... Is everyone else just leaving the building? From outside the building, if, if we've managed to run out, I'm, I'm going to start freaking out and saying, um, where's Sadie? Is Sadie outside? Is she still in there? Oh my God. Oh my god! Oh, Sadie's too sensible to be in my kind of headspace like this. Sadie won't be in this dream. The rest of you, yeah, but she's 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 the <laughs> sanest of us all. Are you just still like giggling to yourself? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, snap out of him again. Yeah, I really am. Like twice as hard as last time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, snap out of it, man! Oh. And it's a proper backhand. <laughs> can, does that help? Can I roll psychoanalyze? Oh, I guess it is about a madness. Yeah, you can roll psychoanalysis. <laughs> Not that I have any. I just, uh, 
you know, we can give it Just a go. Just the power of slapping. Yeah. Yep. 1% chance. That's an 81. So there was a one in there. Do you have 80 points of luck? <laughs> I do not. <laughs> that slap and this was like, felt almost like the real thing. That's fascinating. You know, it's a dream, so you could probably get away with like anything. Oh, God. <laughs> it's like, you know. Drug state. So, like, who knows how the laws of physics work? That's all I'm saying. But that slap fell real. That's interesting. <laughs> Clearly, it's possible to feel and inflict pain in this reality. Yeah. <laughs> interesting. Hmm, this has possibilities. What, what else could that extrapolate to? I wonder. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> See, Dina, as you start slowly backtracking up the stairs, you see the door swing open and you hear something crash into it, struggling to pass through the threshold because of the long neck and the many legs. So the creature, Hilda, um, breaks through the threshold of the door. You hear a loud crash and then Sadie you see her with her terrifyingly long neck and many legs below you from the side of the banister of the stairs. Romy sanity. Ooh, I got a success. 67 over 69. Nice. Nice. That's uh, one sanity loss. How close are you to your threshold? Uh, I've still got eight points. I'm all good. You're all good. Okay. But of course, again, pretty horrifying. But this part of you that can, for some reason, compartmentalize this. I think as soon as she drew the bow, there's something that kind of went back to her time um, living in a very rural and isolated Russian town with her family, where they had to hunt everything and, you know, collect everything themselves. So it's almost like she's entered, like, hunter mode. Um, I say that's how she's probably uh, compartmentalizing whatever she's seeing in front of us herself. Uh, Max, what do you do? Is there anything outside? Because there has been renovations going on. Is there any like bits of two by four or uh, pickaxes or any like tools or anything I could use as a weapon? Hmm. Roman luck. Okie doke. Uh, no, fail, 81. They just wrapped up. They were just finishing, so they packed everything away today. And they were just going to show you a final thing. So they haven't left anything outside. I can't leave Sadie in there alone. I'm going to try and climb up the outside of the building to get mm. in the floor above in a window. Is there a fire escape? Uh, good question. The buildings in that period have them. Luck roll. Mm. <laughs> Did they have fire escapes? You know what? I'm just asking the Bing AI. This is the pressing questions we need answered in order to progress. <laughs> <laughs> the first ever fire escape was created in 1784. So, I mean, there's likely going to be a... Considering they have pneumatic tubes running under the city, I don't think a fire yeah. escape is very... Uh... Yeah, because it's a commercial building as well. Yeah, you bang on. If the worst comes to the worst... You could just jump out the window when we catch you. 
<laughs> but in terms of getting in, you That's might be what able. I was thinking. <laughs> you might yeah. be able to climb like external stairs rather than having to scale the wall. Yeah. yeah. Um, All right. Yeah. Apparently, they had fines in the twenties for blocking fire escapes, so that suggests they had them. Okay. There, there go, you go. Yeah. There's a fire escape. Uh, right. So I'm gonna climb up and try and open a window or smash a window. Um, somewhere that I can see Sadie. Okay. Uh, Sage is still climbing up the stairs, so you can't see her from the window. Okay, I'll just smash a window at a room that I know opens out onto the top of the stairs. Or her room or something. What are you going to use to smash the window? Um, uh, my elbow if I have to. Okay, uh, Romy's strength. Okay. Come on, Max. Nope. <laughs> 84. You had your elbow. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, against uh -oh. the window. Uh-oh. Bonk. Ah! Ah! <laughs> that starts screaming, <laughs> Sadie! Sadie, come to the window! And Sadie, as you're running up, the creature sees mm -hmm. you and turns away. And everyone, you hear a loud crash as it crashes out of the front of the building. Oh no. Oh, and this? Yes. Please roll me power. <gasps> oh dear. Mm -hmm. Okay, I have power 50. Yes, that was an extreme success of zero, yes. zero, three. Well yes. done. Well done. Woohoo. Okay. The creature sees the three of you and starts approaching you. The two of you, I guess, because Max is up the fire escape. Why did we hang around outside? <laughs> oh, no. Uh, I have no answer for that. <laughs> and yes, I'm assuming you're just having a good time. Yeah, he's having a good time. Uh, Moritz, what do you do? I slap the creature. Um... <laughs> No. On the leg. <laughs> like, so, does it open the club door like a human? Or no, does it, it smashes through it. It bursts through. Yeah. Yeah. There's, I'm not fighting this thing. <laughs> I grab Andreas by the wrist and I just start running up the street. Mm-hmm. Sadie, you see the creature run off as you're climbing slowly up the stairs. What do you do? Oh, God. Well, I know my friends just went out there. Uh, I probably... Can I hear Max knocking from the window? I don't know. Max is just pumping, <laughs> pumping their elbow against the window <laughs> once, so that could be anything. You know, yeah, you're dang right. I'm gonna. Well, geez, I'm gonna run down the stairs after it. They're all my constitution. Try and shoot it in the back as it's che okay. <laughs> oh, no. I failed terribly. <laughs> Uh, it's just really hard to go down the stairs. You realize that you're not feeling well today. You're like, you kind of end up doing this thing where you sit on the stairs and you're scooching down. Yep, yep, yep. I feel that. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, sweet. Well, she's going to keep scooching, scooching to her friends to try and save them. <laughs> and that's the best she can do, so that's what she will do. Scooch, Sadie, scooch to victory. Help is on the way, dear. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is Godfire reference. Scooch like you've never scooched before. Uh, Moe, it's Roman power. Gladly. 
That is a 52. Moritz's power is 60. We are good. That's a normal success, is it? Yes. What time is it? It's uh, 9.45. Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, we got back to the club at 9.30. So, yeah, it's probably been 15 minutes, 9.45. Uh, so you said 10.15 to check in with you. Yeah, and also in six hours, please. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Every six hours again, but this different six hours now. Great. Oh, goodness. <laughs> and suddenly, Hilda collapses on the ground. Her neck shrinks, her legs broken, but just two again. Scars all over her body. She says, oh... What happened? As you're running off, you just see a collapse. I reckon we probably get fairly far up the street before, like at some point I turn back because I'm annoyed that Andreas is uh, <laughs> like dra dragging me backwards, yeah. <laughs> and then I guess I see this and just stop and start wheezing, like hands on knees. Sadie boot scoots out the front door and <laughs> draws her bow, looking for the terrible monster, but can just see. Yes, this is lady. See Hilda. Uh, to you, it looks like your friends just beat up <laughs> this random builder. We smashed her legs real good. Yeah. yeah. She won't be troubling us anymore. And uh, Andreas is laughing about it. Yep. And he's also complaining a bit now, like, oh, but I wanted to see more of the spider. My brain does <laughs> cool things. Uh, yeah, take it away, please. Sadie will probably start, she'll probably start screaming for doctor, ambulance, police, anything. Sadie, thank goodness you're okay, Sadie. I was so worried. Max, what the fuck was that? It was Hilda, she she called me in, she said she had to show me something, but then the the shadows they got they changed and she she came for me and Andreas didn't help, he was just laughing. Sadie he was just laughing at me. I made it with my brain. <laughs> <laughs> Come, Max, come. And Sadie will <laughs> cuddle Max into her, just looking over this terrible thing in front of them. Moritz, uh, at that comment from Andreas, just cuffs him lightly on the back of the head. <laughs> He's taking sips, <laughs> taking sips from the schnapps bottle. <laughs> well, leave some for me. Uh, here you are, you reprobate. Hmm. <laughs> oh, it sounds so nice when you say it. <laughs> and he takes a big old swig and then hands it back. Is this... Is this how all our evenings are going to go now? I miss Troutle already. <laughs> I'll go inside and I'll, I'll get some morphine for this poor lady. I'll, I'll call her... Uh, I'll call the hospital. This poor lady? Sadie, you didn't... Didn't you see what she turned into? Look at her now. She's suffering. 
She's a minute away from turning into a giant spider and finishing us off is what she's doing. We should get there first. She had the eyes, Grossman's eyes. He's coming for us. No question. And this is his latest vessel. We should put her out of her misery. It's not her fault, Margaret. Do not harm this lady, please. But you don't know. We have no idea how this works. Maybe she let him in. Do any of us know this person? What do we know? What do we know apart from she just tried to kill us? Sadie's right. She's been here for for weeks. I've I've used her for work before. It wasn't her. It, it was Grossman. We have to figure out what's keeping him tethered to this world and get rid of him. Otherwise, this is going to keep happening. I don't like our chances if it keeps happening. I think your soft hearts are going to get us killed, but so be it. Long swig of schnapps. Let's phone for help. Sadie will stumble inside, call the hospital and get some morphine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Time passes. You take care of her. You manage to get her to the hospital. And it's now 10.15. And you're given this note. It's a frantic summons named Prince Konstantinovich. Through the pneumatic tubes, you receive a note that says, Urgent, urgent, please meet me at Baron Kleist's apartment at once. Do not delay even for one minute. Lord. I'm guessing I'm out of my bout now. Yes, you are. You started slowly. It was almost imperceptible, but you started slowly doubting that you were in a drug state, but also maybe you were before, but maybe you're not anymore. It kind of it kind of seamlessly transitioned in you to you taking things a bit more seriously. But I think the effects have not there's still this kind of continuous sense that things are not real and not to be taken that seriously. Okay. Just underlying, as you will. Yeah. Just a, a kind of derealization. Exactly. Dis yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it was possibly um, seeing Hilda getting medical treatment that, mm -hmm. that kind of slowly started filtering through to because that's like during the day. That's, that's what he does. He's a pharmacist during the day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but there's this kind of, yeah, this separation. Yeah, absolutely. So it's just like two, the real and the unreal kind of overlaid on each other and he's not quite certain where the edges are mm -hmm. it's all a bit blurry exactly uh i'm not certain if we should go is, is it is this really from the prince who knows who is anymore this could be a trap but exactly who knows who is what is where is how i i i I feel very confused. I feel very confused. Yeah, I certainly didn't trust that man the last time I laid eyes on him. Well... You receive another summons that says, The princess is in trouble. If you're considering not coming, please reconsider. <laughs> this is not a trap. Please help. Do not delay. Yeah. <laughs> XOXO, PS, I really mean it. 
<laughs> VPS Andreas, this means you. <laughs> you receive a third one now. <laughs> Max is going to go into the club and get the baseball bat that lives near the front door and take a hit of cocaine. Or we're at the hospital. You're at the hospital. I thought we would have called someone to come to us. Mm-hmm. There's no way we're moving like a full body across town here. Oh, is that what you did? Yeah. Okay, in which case, Hilda went to the hospital. Fair, fair. You didn't follow. All right. In which case, you're at the house and you can grab your drugs and baseball bats. Yeah, I'd take a hit of cocaine and um, grab my baseball bat and say, well, uh, we either stay here and read the journal and leave this poor girl to her fate or we tackle it head on. Mm-hmm. I say we get it over with. Bring the journal with us. Read the journal on the way. Sadie will wrap her bow and some arrows in a sheet and bring it along. We're trying to look as inconspicuous as possible. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Don't mind me just carrying this uh, nondescript, long (laughs) object. Could be anything. Don't worry about it. Moritz, have you got something you could bring? You mean a weapon of some kind? Times like this, I wish I owned a firearm. Um, yeah, I don't have any weapons. I remember having this discussion in character creation. I was like, I don't have brass knuckles or a flick knife or something. And Pedro being like, why would you have that? No. <laughs> and so I have nothing. I bring you can a grab a kitchen knife. I can, but I was thinking about how does one transport a kitchen knife mm. without just looking mm. bonkers, right? In your pocket? But yeah. like, picture trying to carry a kitchen knife in your pocket. I guess maybe a small one, but yeah. I'd be worried it would like just cut through the lining and like drop. If you had like your hand in your pocket, you could hold on to it. Depends on how big it is. Yeah, okay, let's it's go with that. One. A small kitchen knife and I'm just kind of holding on to it in my pocket. Smart. I'm guessing that Sadie has sedatives, um, maybe something really strong. Mm. I And maybe some syringes as well. I, I'm not certain how uh, her various ailments were treated back in the day, but I think um, Andreas would try and bring along some kind of sedative and a syringe full of whatever is oh, there nice. in case they need to tranquilize the princess very, very quickly. Nice, good thinking. Yeah, morphine. She definitely has morphine. Mm. I've got that written down. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And you're off? We are. So despite the late hour, the Baron's apartment is once again full of visitors. White Russians mingle with Germans. Walking cocktails. Um, and it seems like everyone's been <laughs> summoned here. What? <laughs> White Russians, the cocktail. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Uh, <laughs> all summoned here <laughs> by the prince and the baron, you assume. You recognize, once again, Manfred von Killinger from the previous party and from the encounter at the Romanisius Cafe. Who is that? Is that the uh, riding crop Nazi guy? Nazi dude. Yeah, that's that's not a name to <laughs> trust, is it? Killinger? Mm-hmm. God, is that really his name? Right. God. Killinger. That's like when they Killinger. call a comic book character Killmonger or something. Yeah. Or Killgrave. Right. It's like, okay, yeah. Super nice, non-violent person, yeah. no problem. Uh, Prince Konstantinovich emerges from a back room, the Baron at his side, and delivers the shocking news. 
Anna has gone missing. I don't need to tell you that with all these recent murders and already an attack on the Grand Duchess, we gravely fear for her safety. I hope I can trust all of you to assist in searching for her. Killinger steps in to add, Fortunately, my contacts with the criminal police have yet to report any new victims matching Tchaikovsky's description. And with that, search parties begin to form, with discussions on where to look and where she may have gone. How did she go missing? When, when was the last time she was seen? At 9pm in her room. Then she disappeared. That's what the prince said. She couldn't have just gone out? Out the window? Mm -hmm. She's not allowed to go out. She is in home arrest protector for all the people that want to assassinate her. She's the Grand Duchess. She could have, she could have run away. Where would she go though? Is there anything missing in her room? Clothes? Shoes? No. Coat? Coat? Perhaps. And but it's a hot night. Why would she take a coat? I don't I don't think so. What was the name of the place she used to frequent? Andrea Platz? No. Uh Friedrichshain. Friedrichshain, yeah. Oh. That's near the station, the hunting grounds of, of Grossman. The Red Mill Cabaret area. Take take some of your people. Why would she go there? That's where that's where she has bad memories. Is, is, are there any places in the city she likes? Well, as you saw with the maid, people aren't acting themselves lately. Is there any reason we should rule out the Landwehr Canal this time? I suppose not. Let's send a party that way. I'm just saying, you fished her out of there once. We will uh, assist in looking for her as well. And you searched her room. There's no note or anything there. No note, but I will allow a no roll okay. from all of you. Okay. A no roll. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Ordinary pass. Failure. Oh, zero, zero, 008. Wow. Oh my god, 007. Oh. Let's do it. Nice. You, you empathize with Anastasia and perhaps her desire to run away from this place, and you remember that the Grand Duchess was said to be a great animal lover with a menagerie of pets to her name. And there's a zoo nearby, which you all also know. <laughs> yeah, I was just about to say, yeah, we're close to the zoo. Mm, <laughs> a famous zoo. <laughs> Only a couple of blocks away. Sorry, just laughing at what Braden's just posted. <laughs> there not be a bear there. not be a bear at the zoo. <laughs> Sorry, that's a spoiler. That's a spoiler. Yeah. Spoilers for other adventures. We can cut that. Oh, this has a right to have a bear issue. We do have a bear this issue. Is it is known. That's okay. So, Killinger starts organizing the zoo search party after Shum you suggested. It consists of you four, three Germans and three Russians. Perfect. And you'll head to the zoo. Mm -hmm. The zoological gardens are closed, but by the time you arrive at the elephant gate, someone is here to unlock the gates. Clearly Killinger has called in a favor to grant you access. Spread out, Killinger orders. The search party starts canvassing the grounds. The zoo is dark, lit only by the moonlight and occasional street lamps. An elephant trumpets in the night, answered by the roar of a lion. 
The sound of traffic from the August Victoria Platz is completely muffled by the trees. This is a tranquil island in the middle of a bustling metropolis. Eventually, you make it to the Ostrich House. It is constructed in a manner reminiscent of an ancient Egyptian temple, its entrance flanked by a mural depicting a, the Memnon Colossi of the Theban Necropolis. Everyone, Rome is spot hidden. Nope. Ooh, 94, uh-uh. Oh, I got 94 as well. That's weird. And earlier you got an 81, and my roll before that was an 81. You just got a 7 and I got an 8. There's some kind of resonance in these dice. I don't <laughs> like it. <laughs> fail. Did everyone Creepy. fail? I failed as well, yeah. I failed 48 to 35. I could spend the luck. Mm-hmm. I think Jillian and I get a re-roll though, because that's not... That's what? not right. The what? behavior of these dice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's something wrong. Does anyone want to push or spend luck? I'd need to spend 13 luck. <sighs> it's a lot. Mm. Could we? Who's got the highest spot hidden and how could you push it? Yeah, I mean, it's 55. It's higher than mine. May as well. We could dawdle and piss off Nazi boy. <laughs> you could uh, try and climb into the ostrich house. <laughs> as one does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like out of this whole zoo. <laughs> like, I bet she's in with these birds. <laughs> climb, climb, climb. Um, uh, yeah, I'll try and climb the outside of an enclosure or a tree or something to see if I can see further. Okay, roll me climb. Oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, you pushed with a skill you didn't. I thought we were pushing a spot in here. No. That's, that's a fail. That's a 53 over 20. Okay, now push your, push your roll. Okay. Oh, God. Uh, 94. Oh no. Okay. What, again? No. (laughs) I'm telling you, I get two good rolls at the start of every session and then that's it. (laughs) We need to exercise these dice. Something's gone wrong with probability. The dice are possessed by Sausage Man. (laughs) Goodness. So you start trying to climb up the, the, the cage of the ostrich house and... You're not very good at it. So what happens is you make it a bit up and then you slide down. And as you slide, your shoulder gets lodged in between (laughs) the bars and you're stuck. But as you're stuck between the bars, you see, you think you spot Anna amid the shadows inside the ostrich house. Anna! Anna! Anastasia! But you're stuck. (laughs) Moritz, Sadie, I I think she's in there. I think I can see her. Startled, she retreats further within. Killing just out. You found her! She's there! Everyone, to the ostrich house! Uh, Max, do you need a hand? Oh, girl. Max, here, let me, let me help you. Yes. Andreas, help me. As you're helping Max, Killinger pulls out his gun and shoots the lock of the ostrich house. Oh, God. What are you doing, man? There's wild animals in there. Oh, please say that the Nazi gets kicked to death by an emu. (laughs) Please. The ostrich house, as you know, contains an enclosure of cassowaries. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Cassowaries are angry dinosaur birds, right? They are large, flightless birds from New Guinea and Northern Australia. Second only to the ostrich in size. Oh, this is going to be good. Oh, yeah. 
They've got giant rocks on their head, and they're very scary looking. <laughs> oh, yes. And I happen to have stats for them. Oh, God. <laughs> Cassowary oh, strange stats. Strange coincidence. Uh, Anna can be heard retreating in the direction of that enclosure, of the cassowaries specifically. Uh, does anyone want to roll me biology, zoology, or natural world for some fun facts about cassowaries? <laughs> yep, I got you. Natural world. Fail. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Damn it. You know the birds. What were the choices again? Biology, zoology, or natural world? No. We've all got a 10% chance on natural worlds. Give her a go. Peace and natural world. Might as well give it a go. 80. No, 27. Oh, 20. I'm not going to spend luck. <laughs> no fun cassowary facts. No facts for you, unless you want to spend luck. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'm Tell us sorry. in Beyond the Madness. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know that you've earned it. Oh, I want cassowary facts. <laughs> I could spend 24 points of luck for cassowary facts. Worth it. <laughs> this I think is the that's time. Worth it. Why don't we all just make up our own facts? Cassowaries are well known for enjoying a fine-aged brie. Yeah, there we go. Yes, Andreas agrees with this because his brain can make things now, he says. <laughs> All right, well, I guess we just lift uh, Max up out of the bars and then run after them into the mm -hmm. enclosure as well. Well, Mike's is stuck, of course. <laughs> so whoever's pushing them out, I'd like a combined uh, dexterity and strength. Can people assist if there's multiple of us? I don't know if you can exist with dexterity. You can definitely assist with strength. Isn't this? Is there a rule where we combine our strengths and then roll against that? The Voltron rule. <laughs> yeah. There is a rule like that. I never use it, but uh. Because my twenty-five strength says that I won't be able to do this alone. <laughs> Andreas has strength seventy and dex eighty. He's tough. Yeah, Andreas strong. You can combine to use the best strength and the worst dexterity. Okay. Can we give ourselves an edge by changing the situation a bit? For EG, I uh, pull out my knife and it glints in the moonlight for a moment and uh, I'm proposing to... <laughs> cut uh, his arm off. <laughs> yeah, we need to cut our losses. No, but like, maybe if his okay. clothes uh, are adding... Yeah. Oh, I thought Max went by him a lot of the time. We've been using him a lot for Max. Have I got that wrong? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they use the iron term. Okay. Good. Okay, cool. <laughs> Glad I haven't been getting it wrong this whole time. Um, I was thinking if some, if like the suit jacket or what have you is like adding some bulk, maybe could sort of like just shred the sleeve on it. Our um, helpfully, our best strength is seventy, and our worst dex is max. But max isn't involved in this. Our worst dex amongst us three is seventy as well. So it's just a roll <laughs> against seventy. <laughs> oh, That's hilarious. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fine. That's... Let's roll against seventy. See what happens. Very funny. Can somebody help me? I seem to be stuck. We're working on it. If you hold still, I'll get that sleeve off you in a jiffy. Oh no, don't cut the suit. <laughs> <laughs> Probably costs more than my monthly salary. Do you know roll, Lydia? So what What are we rolling? We're all rolling against 70, mm -hmm. is that right? No, one person, one person is rolling, rolling, against, rolling 70. against 70. It sounds like Andreas is the strongest, so. Yeah. Okay. So, let's see what happens. Yes, 14. That is just on an extreme success. Oh, nice. Well, hey. Nice. 
Okay, you managed to dislodge Max and start running after uh, the rest of the search party who's heading into the cassowary house. Wonderful. You okay there, Max? Yeah, and, and Jace manages to pull Max out, sort of pull my arm free, and then I just, like, glare at Andreas um, and start to walk away and say, oh, you decided to help me this time. What? What did I do? What's your problem? You didn't do anything, did you? That's a point. You called me to see the spider. I saw it. That's all. (laughs) (laughs) You called me to see the spider. I saw the spider. What's your problem? Max just walks away. (laughs) All right. Arriving at the jungle-like accommodations, you see massive shapes moving around in the darkness. Can we pick out if one of them is human or if they're all cassowaries? <laughs> it's hard to see you, but they seem to all be cassowaries. Does anybody have a cigarette lighter? I'm guessing we didn't bring torches. Of course. You gonna set the, ha- the birds on fire? <laughs> if it comes to it. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, just a light. Just to see some light. No, we're going to set ourselves on fire for, <laughs> for light, yes. Yeah, I definitely do. <laughs> the search party have taken out their guns and they're just pointing at them, pointing them everywhere, making sure no birds attack them. Can Max shout, Over there, look! Over there! I saw her run across. She's heading for the monkey house. <laughs> Is that a fast talk? Uh, oh no, is it? <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it. Uh, yep, okay, 5% in fast talk. Oh god. <laughs> uh, 26. So that's a fail. <laughs> they look at you and they completely ignore you, but they give you a really angry look. I have a feeling that she doesn't want to be found. Well, we can't leave her in here with the cassowaries. No. Or them. Let, let's find her before they do. Especially not him. I'm really not sure we should be in here with the cassowaries. I feel distinctly underarmed. Does anyone know if they're carnivorous? I'd prefer to be with the cassowaries than that guy. I'm just glad he didn't recognize us in the cafe. I might go in the opposite, or not like completely opposite, but away from where they are looking, because I know that she'll be running away from them. You haven't seen anyone run out. It's actually like a dead end. Mm. She's gone, as far as you know, into the birdhouse. Okay, well. And there's no way for her to run out. She's surrounded. Into the birdhouse we go. As you move forward, they also move forward in like kind of circling the area. Roll me spot hidden. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes, 15. That hard success. Yes, it is. 008. Lovely. I'm sorry, but it's not right. That's another one of Jilly's numbers. (laughs) I'm switching dice. (laughs) Andreas and Moritz. Was it Max as well? No, Max failed. Okay. Andreas and Moritz, you realize that Anna has crouched down and is hiding among some vegetation. No one else has seen her yet. Andreas thinks for a moment and then just says to the others, 
Look, if she's hiding, she she's probably left. She's probably hidden and then she's found a back way or something. Let, let's all just go out and just wait until she comes out. We can maybe see where she's gone, if there is another way, or if not, she can't stay in here forever. It's not, like, not dangerous for her to be hanging out with cassowaries. Yeah, he doesn't intend to actually go out. He just wants the others to go out, so it's just them there with her. Okay, so that's a fast talk. Fast talk. He's got intimidate but this is not the time or place to intimidate. (laughs) Intimidate the cassowaries. (laughs) (laughs) But might as well try. It's 5%. You never know. Uh, No, that was 18 against 5. Oh, you actually want to leave this time, Andreas. (laughs) I thought you liked to have the front row seats. What is is your problem? (laughs) I don't have a problem and you've got problems. (laughs) (laughs) mumble mumble grumble grumble (laughs) yeah 18 against 5 that's that's a fail not quite they're like the duchess is unsafe we will not be leaving unless we've returned her home safe where is she keep looking everyone can the rest of us see where she is now no they haven't pointed it out Okay. Does she know that she's been spotted? No. Not that you can tell, anyway. Hmm. Okay. Only Moritz and Andreas know about it, and they don't know that each other knows about it. <laughs> In that case, Moritz is quite small and um, soft-shoed and relatively stealthy and dressed in quite like a dark suit. So he's just going to... While the while the other two are like having their little argument, like what's your problem, etc., um, he's just gonna slink off sideways. He's gonna extinguish his lighter and just yeah, kind of tiptoe over in her direction. Stealth. Alrighty. Oh my god, he's got a sixty-five stealth. That is a seventy-five. I don't want to spend a third of the party luck on this. Do you want to push it? Um, yes, I do. (laughs) Yes, I do. How do you do that? I slip off my shoes to be quiet. I'm wearing like moccasins or something, Mm -hmm. loafers. So I just sort of like stealthily kind of kick them off my feet. Nice, nice. And tiptoe in my little socky socks. Oh, that is a delicious 14. That's one point off an extreme. Yes. With naked feet, you slowly go up to Anastasia and she sees you. She's clearly very scared. You hold out your hand and you bring her out gently. You're kind of walking backwards, and all of you see Moritz and the Duchess come out. And she looks in your direction. And Moritz, you're also looking at her. Soulfully. Her eyes widen with terror. And she starts screaming. 
that brings us to the end of today's episode. <laughs> Wait, no, uh, thank come you on. so much, everyone. Brayden, Lydia, Hal, Jill, and of course our amazing co-editor Jason. You've all been the best. And a big massive thank you to our listeners. You're all exceptional. Your listens, comments, and ratings are incredibly helpful. But if you want a way to support us further, please consider joining us over on patreon.com forward slash where you get access to episodes a week early. And don't forget, you can get 10% off on chaosium.com using code STARS10, one use per customer only. We'll be back shortly to record Beyond the Madness for our Cult Elder and Avatar tier patrons. They get access to behind-the-scenes discussion after every episode, as well as bonus episodes, exclusive Discord channels, and more. Speaking of Discord, you can find an invite link to our Discord community as well as all of our social media links on our website at sazerai.com and in the description of this episode. Come join us. Now, farewell dear listeners, until the stars are right again. But wait, what's that? Our cult has inducted a new member. Welcome RF Dyer, and thank you for your support on Patreon. May the omens be ever in your favour. Before moving on to this week's Beyond the Madness, I'd like to urge our lovely fans to leave us a review and let us know what you think. Reviews help us reach more people and give us that extra boost of enthusiasm to keep doing what we love. You can find all the places you can review us at starsaright.com forward slash reviews. Thank you. <laughs>